Welcome to Weird World. Welcome to Weird Weird World. <laughs> weird. God damn it. Weird World. Weird Weird, weird <laughs> World podcast. Weird, weird World. God damn it. Weird World, which I can't freaking say. So I'm gonna say that that's two words for me, please. Weird World. Weird okay. World. That show. Dad, shut your mouth. How the? How the? Rachel, the forgotten daughter. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Satan. <laughs> he was <laughs> never. Square. Oh. And specific- I want to be a science teacher. <laughs> Uh, and we'll have to put a picture of Aaron's bangs on our. Oh, on shit. Our- yes. <laughs> there you have it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Weird World Podcast. Hello. You did not at me and then do the intro just now. Yeah. I don't know, did I? Yeah, yeah, you went. Fucking everybody. That was a visual, but you did. Well, because you have to start your little clock over there. Oh, I yeah. do? I don't she know. was being nice. Isn't that what you did? She is a sweetheart. I'm Dean. I'm Aaron. I'm Carrie. I'm Jack. <laughs> Dean's got something weird to tell us about today. Okay. Should we get right into it? I have the hiccups. We yeah, need... make sure you do that loudly into the microphone, please. <laughs> I'll try. I'll do my best. Good, good. I hope you do. This is a little story that takes place in a far off land. Not super long ago, but fairly long ago. Let's start a little before, though. You ever heard, who's heard of Zanzibar? <laughs> yeah. Well, Where's, everybody. Oh, not everybody. Where's Zanzibar? Smarties. Zimbabwe? No. no. It's, I know it's in an African country. Yeah. Canada. And I, I think yeah. it's in East Africa. Yeah, right? so you, get, you guessed Nova that Zanzibar Scotia. is from Africa. Bitch. That's good. That's impressive. You thought that Zanzibar might be in Canada. Mm-hmm, I did. Uh, it could be in the Middle East. No, it's yeah. in Africa. It's, it's a little island off the east coast of Africa. Yeah, okay. That was See close. how fucking right I am. It is nowadays the Zania to Tanzania. Ooh. Okay, yeah. Tanzania was formed See. by the combination of Tanganyika and Zanzibar. Zanzibar. Oh, so Zanzibar doesn't exist anymore. Not anymore, no. But at this Rip. time, it used to be a Portuguese territory, and then it, they threw off the shackles of their oppressors and became the uh, property of the Sultan of Oman in 1698. They then continued as a major slave port Ooh. for mm. many years, slave trading port, though. So real champion of freedom. Mm-hmm. They're ruled by um, Arab rulers, mostly. In 1858, a cat named Majid bin Said declared Zanzibar <laughs> was independent from Oman. So we're going our own way, and he named himself the Sultan of Zanzibar. Hmm. He built this beautiful palace along the sea with a harem right next door, too. Wait, did he build it, or did slaves build it? I'm sure slaves built okay. it. They still had slavery there. And he had a harem. Let's not forget the harem. <laughs> so he's a very progressive ruler mm-hmm. there in 1858. He also was... Forced, I'm sorry, or maybe his successor was forced in 1873 by the British to stop the slave trade there. <laughs> so, Ironic. The yeah, British. I know. I know. Well, well the British were actually a- very a- much a- champions a- of, yeah. of abolition. They didn't do much. But it was late, it, you know, it was 1873. Yeah. Yeah, they, still had, they still had the international slave trade in 1873. There was still the international slave trade after that in parts of East Africa. Yeah, but, but Britain done wasn't by Arabs. partaking is what no, I'm talking about. The, the opposite. Yeah, but yeah. Britain was trying to stamp it out everywhere they could. So uh, the UK then recognized the independence of Zanzibar in 1986. So everything's good, but then the Germans come to town. Mm. Damn. They do bad things sometimes. Bad whiteies. Especially back then. <laughs> yeah, well, this is 1886. This is under They've the Kaiser, but still. Yeah, they've the been, era they of have. We haven't. Yeah, we no, haven't. No. God damn it. We've gone backwards. At this time, though, this is, remember, this is when the Germans were trying to establish uh, colonies, overseas colonies. 
They came very late to that yeah. game. I know. Well behind the French and the English years. and the Dutch. Yeah. So, but they were frantically trying to gain ground in parts of Africa, and including Tanganyika. Tanganyika was originally called German East Africa, so they ruled that area. So they had some designs on Zanzibar just off the coast there. But Zanzibar and its sultan sided with the UK, and even wow. the head of their um, of their soldiers was even an ex English soldier himself named hmm. Lloyd Matthews. They put him in charge. He was their general essentially. Lloyd Matthews in Zanzibar. Yes, <laughs> natural Zanzibarian name. Mm-hmm. So in 1890, though, the new sultan Ali bin Said he cozies up to the British even more, and he declares his country a British protectorate. So, Did he even consult with the British? I'm, Did he just I'm, say, hey, guys, <laughs> guess what? Protect us. <laughs> Do you want to? Huh? It's kind of like the way Kobe adopted us as mm. his family. That's our cat. Mm-hmm. Kobe's our cat. Not a and person. We didn't go get him. He came to our porch one day. And declared and himself a... Whirly Protectorate. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Right there. He is. Oh, he is. No, he, he declared himself our pet so that we would go spend oodles of money on yeah. his vet bills. Yeah. yeah. What a bastard. He had that in mind, too. <laughs> I feel sick. I better go find someone. <laughs> Who has access to a veterinarian. <laughs> so, but, so I'm sure the British were okay with this. Quite very okay with it. And uh, he did, to show him he was properly respectable, he actually banned the local slave trade. Now, because that's still been legal, but he still allowed slaves to be owned in Zanzibar. Well, this is 1890, by the way. Well, but wait, what do you mean the local slave trade, but he still allowed it to be legal? He still he allowed, allowed slave ownership to be legal, but he banned a slave trade in locally. So in other words, back before they banned Zanzibar as an international slave trading hub, but they can still slave tra- trade slaves locally. Now he's banned the local tra- trading of slaves, but in 1990, he still is allowing slave ownership. 1890. Mm-hmm. You said 1990. 1990. Oh, did I? Yeah, would I'm sorry. Way I so. I was like, <laughs> that would be Whoa. super controversial. Yeah. <laughs> Alanis Morissette goal, write an album about that. <laughs> My bad. He even, okay. in addition to banning slave trade locally, he also gave the United Kingdom veto power over future sultans. Wow. Keep mm. that in mind. He really just trying to, yeah. he's like cozying on it. Yeah, he was. He was. There was probably some Not fear of Germany idea. of being taken mm. by Germany, I imagine. So. I'm guessing yeah. that's 100%. His motive. I would Otherwise, probably do something similar. Yeah. If I was the sultan. Hey, no, if you are <laughs> a, a small little island with not very many people and this yeah. big ass power is trying to come for you, well, I'd you know, find another big guy. There weren't that me. many German troops, though. In fact, this earlier, I didn't, I didn't mention this, the sultan had actually sent Zanzibarian troops to the mainland to fi- and fought German troops. Yeah. So it wasn't, hmm. I don't know. But I mean, how many, though? I uh, mean, not that many. Germany's but there were, much bigger than Zanzibar. Yes. And Germany had a navy and, and, and certainly could have, could have done anything they wanted to to Zanzibar. But it wasn't like they were, the British were much yeah, more true. powerful. Well, in, that's in why they went for to sure. I might have just asked for help before given. Mm, this is at a time where a there wasn't people away. willing to give help for the hell of it. No strings attached. Did they have any valuable resources there? No, nah, there wasn't a lot of blue helmets and humanitarian exercises going on in 1890s. Blue helmets, you, you win. Yeah, but answer her question. What yeah. was the question? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I thought that was in response to the question. Yeah, I was, just in, asked I was in response you. to your last comment. Oh. I had skipped over Did I, they I, have any valuable resources? Zanzibar? Yeah. yeah. Slaves. They're winning Boy, smiles. Oh um, British I'm talking about that. Yeah, winning smiles. Natural mm-hmm. resources. Winning smiles. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a, a wealthy port. Okay. On, on the trade li- yeah, lanes. See, so there. I should have been there to negotiate. A deal. <laughs> <Mom>. <laughs> you got ports. What do you want, Mom? Who is like negative seventy? <laughs> yeah. Ports and slaves. She's ports going and like, slaves. So hey guys, yo Sultan, 
Yo, Salt, put me in charge, man. <laughs> in 1893, a new Sultan is in charge. His name is Hamad bin Thuwani. You don't have to remember his name. I'm not going to. Thank you, because <laughs> we're not taking notes like Good. you yeah. do. Well, I would be taking notes. <laughs> he is Good friendly luck. with the English, but he feels there's some growing discontent brewing among his people. They're kind of chafing under English rule, right? There have been sure. some, I mean. Taxes? No, I don't think taxes Taxation as much as without just representation. These, Racism. these foreigners are ruling us, you know, True. kind of a thing, right? Uh, so, and, and by the way, Whitey, the UK, mm. was even now trying to force him to abolish slavery there in Zanzibar. So now pick who's on the right here. <laughs> so. Well, nobody's perfect. No. <laughs> uh, that could have been part Garrett, of my negotiation. Trust me, the sultans of Zanzibar were for it is scum of the earth. So. Yeah. To quell the dissent, the United Kingdom allows the Sultan to recruit a 1,000-man palace guard, and that's essentially to be a local you know, police force. That's a lot of people. That is also mm. going to maybe come back to haunt them a little bit. Not much, though. Oh, shit. Unfortunately, though, even this new palace guard started, started having conflicts with British police and, and other foreigners, so it's becoming quite a, you know, trouble a brewing A hullabaloo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, August 25th, 1896, Sultan Hamad suddenly dies. <gasps> suddenly some suspect that his nephew, Khalid, Khalid bin Bargash. The singer? Yes, Khalid yeah, the singer I mean, in 1896. Your location, so I can kill you, uncle. <laughs> some happening? of you guys will get the right yeah. <laughs> About if you're like, I don't know, 14 and above, or no, what is it? If you're like I don't know. 19 I'm and below. I'm not with you on this. <laughs> you'll understand the reference. <laughs> Cut me out of that one. <laughs> the Sultan dies. Uh, Khalid uh, immediately takes over. Many people think that he poisoned his uncle. Did he? he? Probably did. Because literally, as soon as he's dead, boom, he's moved his shit into the palace and he says, <laughs> I'm the new like salt. Mine. Oh my God. I mean, did, immediately. What, his name Hamad, did he have any kids? No. Like a son? He didn't. No kids? No, so it wasn't Bachelor. clear who the succession would be. In fact, three years before this, Khalid tried to be the sultan hmm. in favor of Hamad. Uh-oh. And what? the British said, no. How old was Hamad, you go away. He was 29 in 1896, so he was 26 the time before. Oh, okay. So anyway, within hours, Khalid is inside the, inside the palace. He says, I'm the new guy. But he does this, remember, without a British uh, okay. Oh. Ooh, no, he no. had no UK okay. <laughs> All right? That's serious because, remember, they have the power now to choose the new sultan. Yes, they do. The Brits prefer another dude. Who? Uh, I forget. <laughs> Something. Oh, just someone completely. David. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Lloyd, Lloyd. What's his name? Yeah. Lloyd. Not Lloyd. You know, a local one of the ruling type chiefy mm-hmm. elite kind of people. Yeah, probably. And Rich. he's more clearly pro-British, I guess. I think they they probably well, think they can yeah. control him more so than Khalid. The British, being British, they tell Khalid he should quote think carefully about his actions. Well, yeah. <laughs> At the least. I say, dear boy, you really should think carefully about your actions. Apparently, three years ago, that same kind of a warning was effective. They more or less said, mm, Khalid, you probably, you probably really don't want to be Sultan right now. And he backed down. Hmm. This time, though, Khalid does not get the hint. Yeah, he's like that person on American Idol who auditioned season four, <laughs> got rejected as fuck, came back like season eight, still got rejected as fuck. Yeah, he's excited. Yeah, yeah you're right. That's a <laughs> perfect analogy. more angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm the best singer out there, but I don't care, man. So the awesome might of the Zanzibari Palace Guard marshals in the, in the Palace Square, right? They, ha- they number about 2,800 total. They have rifles and muskets. Whoa, whoa. 1890, that's stacked. 1896, yeah. Well, not really. Most, it turns out, are even civilians. 
Remember all those strafe? strafe? I said strafe. I meant strafe, but I'm going to stick with strafe and see if you guys notice. All of the strife from the years past had, you know, generated a pretty, some pretty anti-UK feelings there in Zanzibar, so a bunch of sort of quasi-civilian soldiers had joined the force. Only about 700 of those 2,800 are actually real professional soldiers at the time. So, eh. They bring out a few machine guns and a Gatling <laughs> gun. That's a lot. Uh-oh. Okay, trust me. I'm saying that to, to be the opposite impact. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Shit, a couple of Gatling guns. <laughs> no, I've well, no never understand. seen a gun <laughs> but machine in real guns. life be shot. They had a handful of machine guns, Gary, and one Gatling gun. Against What's a Gatling who? gun? Some, it's a machine gun that you go, I mean, I'm sorry, they have, uh, it's, the, it's the kind you put on like a tripod, it's bigger, oh. it has a big oh, yeah. 50 round millimeter, whatever, that kind of thing. I know what a Gatling, that's why I said, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah, they had a, Gatling a, gun. a Gatling gun. But who is their opponent? That. The United Kingdom. Yeah, they <laughs> I think they have more than just one Gatling gun. Just hold on. <laughs> they, yeah, um, the Zanzibaris also had a 17th century bronze cannon. Does that impress you, Jack? Ooh. Actually, yeah. That's Jack's a off. relic. Whoa, 17th century. Names. Don't use it in the fight. Keep they that keep... for like no, history. They need to use it in the fight. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they have a couple rocks. <laughs> <laughs> they, they have, And they also have two 12-pound uh, artillery field guns. That's about it. And by, by the way, most of those weapons were uh, gifts from various diplomats given to the, the Zanzibari sultans over the years. From the British? From British, yeah. German, oh, everybody. Say, Different, yeah. yeah, some from the British, German, whatever. Various diplomats said, hey, That's here's this funny. old cannon. Here's this, look, here's a field piece. You'll, you'll like that. You're welcome. So the loyal troops, the, 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 or the troops loyal to Khalid, they also quickly take command of the entire Zanzibari navy. Jack, you want to be wowed? <laughs> it consisted of Give me a, numbers. a single wooden sloop. The Glasgow <laughs> was built 20 years ago as a royal yacht. <laughs> okay, wait. Can we just like dwell on the names of boats for a bit? Yeah, Because I love sloop. No. Oh, the kind of like boats. Like sloop. Yeah, yeah. They got sloop. They got like, what's the other one? Uh, I love sloop dog. Dinghy. <laughs> oh, my God. Sloop dog is his Navy name. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Mm-hmm. All that firepower obviously ought to deter the might of the British Empire in 1896, only the most powerful country on the, on the planet, by far. So yeah, no, you're right, Jack, you're right. At that point... Your assessment of firepower is spot on. <laughs> as I've said before, I'm but how much, gun control. How much firepower did the UK have well, on let's hand just check at the that, moment? Shall we? Okay. Girl. The UK has some local assets. They have about... Well, they're far away. I mean, were they already there with it? Ready they to go? They can get there. Okay. They have about 900 Zanzibari soldiers that stayed loyal to them. They have 150 British Marines from ships in the harbor already. They have machine guns and at least nine cannon. And they also have those, those ships, which are gunboats and cruisers. You have to remember, these, these things can fire massive explosive yeah. artillery shells rapidly. I don't fuck with no gunboats. You've, you've heard the phrase gunboat diplomacy, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Literally, you just saddle, you just sidle some gunboats up to the harbor and they back the hell off because those things just, just destroy you, destroy the whole city. The Sultan, this is even in the 19th century they could. So the Sultan tries to get the US consul to quickly recognize him. <laughs> like, hey, we'll, we'll be your friend. Recognize <laughs> us. Uh, recognize me as the Sultan. The, the consul general's reaction, the American, was as his accession had not been verified by Her Majesty's government, it is impossible to reply. Sorry. So they say, they say no. There he we're, goes. We're Smart not going to take on England. Yeah. yeah. So Fine. The, we did it once. We could do it again. Girl, mom. <laughs> now we don't want you there to negotiate. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck him. Fuck him, man. We kicked you ass. Kicked your ass before, bitches. I'll beat you up. <laughs> I swear to God, I will. The local British diplomat is named 
what do you, let's go ahead and guess what the local oh, bridge did. Oh, Floyd Mayweather. Timmy Tom William the Third. Yeah, you guess. Your guess? Uh, it's, not, it's not Timmy Tom William the <laughs> Third. Timmy Tom William the Third. Timmy Tom. Timmy. That's not too bad. It's, uh, his name is Basil Cave. Oh, Basil. Oh, Cave. Basil. Oh, Basil Cave. That's your service. Someone. What? <laughs> I will have a second sherry, indeed. Actually, I think I will. Someone start a restaurant where they use basil in all the dishes and set it in a cave. Yes, perfect. Really on perfect. the nose, though, Basil Cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit. But he, the first person to get the reference gets like free shit for life. Oh, okay, all right. Lot I'm of a marketing genius. No, you're you really, really are. I don't like basil. Oh, I love basil. Okay, maybe I do. You oh, it's like, rosemary. You don't like rosemary. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> I love. He loves basil cave. She, uh, Basil tries to get the would-be sultan to back off and go home, and they forgive and forget. Basically just, you know what? Call it off. Go home. It's cool. Right? But Khalid is having none of it. He says he's going to officially declare himself sultan at 1,500 hours local time that day. It's nothing to me. I know nothing as an American. 3 o'clock. 3 p.m. Yeah, I, you know, so smart. <laughs> your translation was was almost <laughs> lightning fast. Three o'clock, did a quick, did a quick, <laughs> boom. I've been yeah. counting my fingers for the last fourteen seconds. When you're, <laughs> I know. Okay, minus two and <laughs> carry the four. At fourteen thirty, that's two thirty for Jack. Mm-hmm. They bury the dead Sultan. A half hour later, true to his word. Khalid fires a royal salute with his cannon, proclaiming himself the new sultan. They maybe should have saved their ammo. I'll just foreshadow there. When the British ask all foreign consul flags to fly at half-mast in honor of the dead sultan, every one of them says, sure thing. But Khalid waves a bright red flag at the top of the palace flagpole. Ooh, it's a, a flag huge insult. fuck you. So he's saying, I don't give a shit, bitches. I'm going to do what I want to do, Britain. Flag on the play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's red, too. I don't know if that was the normal or what, but that just seems like kind of be a dick. So Basil, Basil Cave, he telegraphs his bosses back in London. Basically says, hey, pretty please, can I kick these guys' asses? Because he can't just, you know, make the decision to go to war. He has to ask well, the foreign office. And he, he didn't say it exactly like that. He said it actually. <laughs> really? He did. He did. Whoa. He I thought a, you were reading a quote. <laughs> hmm. I'm going to read a quote now. Are we authorized, in the event of all attempts at a peaceful solution proving useless, to fire on the palace from the minute war? <laughs> that was the way he posed it. So he sends that telegraph off to London, and he waits for an answer. Uh, meanwhile, he asks all foreign, other foreign governments on the island to not recognize Khalid as the sultan. Every one of them, again, agrees to do so. So hmm. the sultan is, is, you know, must be realized by now. He uh, maybe overplayed his hand a little bit. And he's on the wrong side here. Anyway, the next day is August 26, 1896. A British torpedo cruiser called the, wait for it, Raccoon. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> if it doesn't have like a bandit looking mask painted on the front of it, I'm fucking out of British name. And I'm apparently out. they misspelled it. Really? They, they only had one C. No oh. plus. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That'd be awesome. The greatest misspell of all time. Well, the British love to do fucking weird shit with their spelling. That's true. Mm-hmm. We got an OU in there somehow. Yeah, taking sure. out letters, adding shit an like R-E. an O we and got an R at the end. Raccoon roar. So the raccoon arrives at Zanzibar town. Another ship comes the next day named the St. George. Now, that's fine. I know, but still, come on, that's more like it. And no, it's not. I all, like the raccoon. Yeah, that's true. All those ships have more Marines, more artillery. 
Then Lord Salisbury. Salisbury. Oh, Salisbury. Oh. Mm. Where's his steaks? Yes, he, no, he did invent the steak. Mm-hmm. He is the British foreign minister. He replies to Cave, quote, this is my favorite quote, by the way. Ready? <laughs> you are authorized to, I'm sorry, you are authorized. No, I'm going to do that. You're authorized <laughs> to adopt whatever measures you may consider necessary and will be supported in your action by Her Majesty's government. Oh, that's supportive. It finishes with, do not, however, attempt to take any action which you are not certain of being able to accomplish successfully. Ooh, oh. he's like, don't fuck it up, though. <laughs> Seriously. It's basically, yeah, yeah, you can go to war, but if you fuck it up, you're under the bus mm. right off. So I'd love that cable. Can yeah. you imagine that? I would do that, too. Be like, fuck. <laughs> like, if you fuck up, it's not on me. Yeah. <laughs> basically. They, uh, there's some further negotiations between Cave and Khalid, but they fail, so Cave gives Khalid an ultimatum. He says, if you don't take down your flag by 9 o'clock tomorrow morning, we Just will bring it. Got it? To make sure that Khalid got the message, he has all British women and children move on to the boats, into the various British boats, including merchant ships, and he has all those merchant vessels move out of the harbor. So he's basically saying, we're getting, getting ready. Getting ready, yep. Yeah. The whole town, that whole night, the whole town is eerily quiet and Ooh, silent. Yeah, because everyone's on the ships. I know it. No, because people are waiting for the war to start. So, 8 a.m. <laughs> oh, there was... Oh, my oh my God. Tonight. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Party likes 1999. 1899. You missed an opportunity. I did, but I wanted to honor Prince. Okay? Okay. All right? R.I.P. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. 8 o'clock next morning on the 27th, Khalid sends a message to Basil. Mm. He says, basically, let's talk. You know, like he's obviously squirming a little bit here at this point, I think. Basil? Or Khalid? Basil Cave. Oh, Khalid sends the message to Basil says, okay. I want to talk. There it is. Basil sends a message back to Khalid and says, I'll talk only if the only words you say are I surrender. Mm-hmm. He says, basically, no. You give up or, or that's it. It's the only condition. Khalid responds at 830 and says, quote, we have no intention of hauling down our flag and we do not believe you would open fire on us. So I'm pretty sure he's just legit. saying like I dare you. Yeah. He is saying I dare you. I think he thought the British would not do it. He thought Why? the British were bluffing. Hey, uh, I don't know. I mean, that's really dumb. Yeah, it yeah. kind of is. Huh. That's unexplainably stupid. He he was apparently convinced they didn't want to, I don't know, didn't want to a diplomatic, or just would give in and accept him. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It seems he really, I mean, that's what I think. So Cave replies, quote, we do not want to open fire, but unless you do as you are told, we shall certainly do so. <laughs> I love that do as you're told. I think yeah. that might have been a dig there, you little bitch. Cave was not bluffing. At 8.55, he gives the order to prepare for action. Then at 9 a.m., he tells General, General Matthews to uh, have the British ships open fire. So Matthews gives that order. So at 9.02 a.m., and that's important, the raccoon, the thrush, mm-hmm. which might have also been called the rush. Mm-hmm. Or let's call ship. that one the oral candidiasis. Yeah. <laughs> well, other sources call it the rush, which would be a very cool name since it's one okay. of the greatest bands of all time. Mm-hmm. And another ship called the Sparrow. All three of those ships opened fire simultaneously with their naval artillery. Are those all gunships? All gunships. Oh, you don't want those. No. Inside the palace are the three, about 3,000 soldiers and civilian soldiers and slaves and servants. It's basically everybody who's loyal to him are inside the palace. They have barricaded themselves inside the mostly wooden palace. Okay. Sturdy. Not sure they know how yeah. guns work <laughs> or shells. You know, so, so hell rains down. The first volley from the gunships disables one of those two field cannon <laughs> that the Zanzibaris had. The rest just destroy the palace. Just chop it to bits. They did. I mean, there's, there's a high explosive cannon shell coming at them they and just massive volley after volley after volley from multiple gunships right off the, the ship in the harbor there. 
it immediately is across from the palace. So it's it's just a, night, a nightmare scenario. You're three thousand people huddling in this in this palace. I think it was I want to say three or four stories high, but it was just no chance whatsoever. So there was there was also while this was going on, there was also a great naval battle. The Glasgow, remember the former Royal Yacht, that's now the Zanzibari Navy. It uh, crew on the Glasgow used rifles and fire on the Saint George at about nine oh five. The Saint George with his nine pound guns sinks the Glasgow in about, I, I imagine, 30 seconds. I don't know. Yeah. That was uh, not, not a close fight. The harbor, I'm sorry, I, think, I take that back. The Glasgow was, was fitted with nine-pound guns and a Gatling gun. Ooh. So they fired at the St. George. The St. George uses its artillery and sinks the Glasgow in no time. The harbor is so shallow there, though, that the masts of the Glasgow are above the uh, ocean. <laughs> and so the crew... Are, are floating, I guess. They quickly, oh, my goodness. What, you know, they, they, they raised a British flag <laughs> immediately, <laughs> and so the British sent out boats and rescued them. I'm dead as hell. Me as hell, though. <laughs> really, though. It's like big I love sharks. Dave. I'm the <laughs> queen is the best. Yes. Hello. <laughs> That's Just basically get. what they did. Please mm-hmm. rescue us. We don't want to die. Mm. So <laughs> elsewhere, a couple of Zanzibari steam launches. Also, they fired rifles the at that? the thrush. The thrush <laughs> sank both of those instantaneously. Ugh. So there's your your. It's a little bit of one sided. So they got their asses kicked. Is what they, you're trying they, to they say. They did indeed. Yeah. There was also a little bit of action on the, on the land. So the uh, the 900 oh, loyal yeah. the troops loyal to the British approached the palace, and some of the people, uh, some of the soldiers in the palace, fired on them. What was left of the palace? What was left of the palace? Yeah. As their you know hell was raining down on them, not one single Zanzibari soldier, a British pro British Zanzibari soldier, was even injured. Ooh, so they no. thought, wow. how yeah, many like? Well, again, they're being shelled. Died. <laughs> well, you'll see. Yeah. yeah so the sell- shelling goes on at 9:40 a.m. The British order the shelling to stop. The palace is now completely ablaze, as is sadly the house of the harem right next door. Oh no! Yes, yes. Innocent ladies. Innocent ladies being burned. The mm. British quickly move in. They raise the flag above the burning rubble. They install their favorite new sultan. And, but just, just to teach Zanzibar a lesson, they give him vastly less power than he enjoyed previously. Yeah. All told, the British had fired 500 shells, 4,100 machine gun rounds, and over 1,000 rifle rounds in 38 minutes. About uh, 500 shit. Zanzibaris are killed or wounded. That's a lot. In 38 minutes. It is. Owie. Most from that fire. They probably said owie as well. Yeah. I think Ouch. they did. Owie. Owie. One Oof. British petty officer is injured. Did he did trip? He, did he get a yeah. paper cut? No, like, he yeah. was actually pretty seriously injured people, so don't make fun of him. On well, When the yeah. thrush took rifle fire, he got shot, okay, people? Oh, he made it. He was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're worried there. <laughs> it grazed him a little bit. He recovered in hospital, mm-hmm. and so he was fine. So not did, one single British did, death. Did Khalid die? Khalid? You're, um, thank you for the segue, Carrie, by the you're way. Welcome. Reuters reported that at the time that what? Khalid had fled at the first shot with all the leading Arabs who left their slaves and followers to carry on the fighting. Wow. <laughs> Other sources say he laid it waited a little longer, but he couldn't have waited that long because he and 40 of his followers found their way to the German consulate just down the road there and got inside and asked for a sanctuary effectively. So and while the... the palace was still burning, so it, he couldn't have been very long in the palace. The Germans, yeah. who they were originally afraid of nah. to begin with. Yes, but who were the enemy of the English? Uh, no, yeah, the I, Germans. Know, I know, So it's this kind of, yeah. you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend mm-hmm. right now. The British encircled the consulate with troops and demanded his extradition, but the Germans said, nein, 
surprisingly. I guess, again, just wanted to tweak yeah. the British oh, yeah. there. They actually promised to, Trolled. said, hey, how about this? If we promise he doesn't set foot on Zanzibari soil, we'll take him to the mainland, Dar es Salaam, Germany, East Africa. And the British, I guess, say, okay. So they had a German ship come from Dar es Salaam and uh, a, a launch go up to the water. I guess the German consulate must have been on the beach there, on the coast. So at, at high tide or something like that, he was able to walk from consulate land and step directly onto the boat <laughs> <laughs> and then from there to the German ship and from there to Germany, East Africa. That's weird. It is weird, but they made, they kept their promise, I guess. Yikes. He was in exile in Germany, East Africa for a very long time, but in 1916, during World War I, the mm -hmm. British took over Germany, East Africa, and they took it from the Germans, right? He's like, fuck. And they arrested him. Ooh. They arrested Khalid, and they sent him to, to prison in St. Helena, the same yeah. place oh. that they sent Napoleon in all those yeah. wow. That remote-ass fucking island. They don't fuck around. They have long memories. Hey, I'm fine with it. Khalid caused the deaths of 500 people, pretty much. Yeah, he did. Of his own dick. people. Just to show what nice guys they were, the British also <laughs> forced Khalid supporters to pay them 300,000 rupees to cover the cost of the shells that they rained down oh on their head. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? That's <laughs> me. I like that, too, kind of. Why? These are, you know, these, keep in mind, these are slave-trading despots. These aren't that is true. quality humans. But, for, uh, but here's the thing. For the next 67 years, there was not one single rebellion in any British protectorate. <laughs> so whether it lasted 38 minutes or 40 minutes or 45 minutes, the Anglo-Zanzibar War, which was the shortest war of all time, may have also been the most effective war. Mm. It's, it, it taught a lesson. Is we will very much unfairly and asymmetrically come after you if you mess with us. If you tell us, no. Yes. <laughs> if well, you, if you, you go like against our wishes. Make fun of our the dead person. Are the dead person? <laughs> what? None of that made sense. Well, the red flag. Did y'all not listen to no. the story? Yeah, Carrie. Keep oh, up. I didn't. Yeah, I don't know if that's. Uh, but yeah, you're right. But that was like yes. the yeah, last right. straw. Yeah, it's basically saying Camelback. It's basically you know what? It was testing resolve Camelback. of the British Empire. Said, uh, Britain has the right to, to claim the new sultan. Sultan, I'm going to go against them and claim myself new sultan. Well, I dare you to uh, prove your power here, Britain. Uh, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> As a I, lesson, prove their power. Yeah. Smart. Well, it smart. wasn't that hard, too. That's the other thing. It was fairly easy. It lasted 38 minutes, which is why I'm going to title this the 38 minute war. It's the shortest war of all time. That's why it's is it really? Yes, it's by far the shortest war in the history of war. I just have a problem with you know the British. Colonialism. Being in somebody else's country, taken over. Well, let's not forget the, the Arabs had been in that other country too. It's not like it was natural it yeah, Arab territory. It's right off the coast of Africa. And, yeah. and the Arabs came there to do one thing enslave East Africans and, and sell them to um, and transport them to Arab lands. Yeah. So, how many indigenous people were probably left? That's true. I, I think, you know, I think a lot of the population in Zanzibar was Arab and uh, Southern Indian, what's now oh, India and yeah. Pakistan from British bringing them you over. You did say they were in, using the rupee. Yeah. 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 So I, I, I don't know what the population is now. <sighs> I think it's still a lot of that. Oh, what a mess. There too. But yeah, it was. Um, the whole world's a mess. Yeah, I know. But a 38 minute war, you have to admit, is kind of cool. It's no? a, it's well, a, it's a good weird. people. Killed and injured. I don't know how many actually died. Right. Maybe some people just lost a leg or something like yeah, that. Come on. Just horrifically like burned. Sure, sure, sure. Yes, I'm sure there was a lot of that. Yeah. A lot of harem people. I don't know why. Harem, harem. I, I just, it just bogs my mind. In 1886, there's still a harem. That's amazing. Mm. Really? You think? I guess there still is. Exactly. So yeah, there's yeah. still yeah. What am I thinking? Today, my bad. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> Haven't I seen Taken? 
Turns out I have, so I should have known that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think of the 38-minute war? Mm-hmm. Well, in my Short. professional war analyst <laughs> opinion. Yeah. Yes. So you, you proved you know about firepower. I'm a historian. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit difficult to take sides in this one. It is. I don't, you don't need to. Yeah. yeah. I was, like, that's not a requirement. That's my natural inclination. It is. To you, take a side? Yeah. Yeah, she does. Well, Somebody, somebody's got to be good. Somebody's got to be bad. Well, oops. Mm. In war, it's hard. Yeah. Other than World bad. War II, it's not easy. Yeah. I know. Unless there's a holocaust going yeah. on, it's kind of yeah. hard. Even then... I mean, uh, well, no, we not, 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 hold, hold on, Jack. <laughs> I'm talking Just, about uh, the slow your roll. Okay. No, me too. Actually, oh, uh, I think we know who the bad guys sorry. were. Too. Thank you. So, well, but I wouldn't say we were 100% the good guys either. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. We're, we're flying off the rails here. Let's go ahead and end this now. <laughs> yeah. So, we are glad to bring you this Bombs. weird bit. Yeah. Good job, Dean. Uh, thank you. We were never sure about that. Tend to be. So, uh, Carrie, tell me where you can find us. Uh, weirdbits.com just kidding no that's not <laughs> that's Weird. something very different <laughs> yeah whoa, whoa, whoa. That, you could confuse some people there Carrie yeah. weird world part. I was wondering by the way uh-huh. in terms of confusion <laughs> the Boy Scouts are no longer the Boy Scouts right yeah they changed it what, what well, they changed it to when they were the just scouts. the Scouts oh, so okay. when the Boy Scouts were the Boy Scouts when they got too old did they become Man Scouts no and was that misinterpreted hmm. that's why I just I'm confused is that not true? Do you want the real answer? No, I don't. Okay. So, Carrie, tell me if you can find us. <laughs> I, wanted to get, I wanted to squeeze that bit in. Did you in. say your yeah. plans? No, I, don't, I don't know what he said. I don't know. <laughs> what did you say? My plans? Did you say her plans? I said tell so us. So, wait, does that mean the scouts now are going to let girls in? <laughs> yeah. Yes. This is one organization. Why? I'm, I'm really sorry I brought it up. <laughs> I still don't like them. Okay. okay. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> Weird World Podcast at. Gmail.com. Gmail.com and on Patreon. Look at, look at and Aaron on organized over here. And at Real World Pod on Twitter. Wow, we're going to hurt this. Yeah, no, she's, she's just over. overstepping her bounds and stepping on Mama's toes. And on Facebook and on Instagram. And what is it on Twitter, Dean? Weird World Pod? Yeah. I literally oh just said it. She just said it. I didn't hear it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. The, the Until chair next... did not recognize Aaron. Wow. She's, uh, That's so... talking about, she's, she thinks she's the sultan of this house, doesn't no, she? No, and then you have to be Maxine Waters and say, oh, I'm I will not yield. Okay. What did she All say? Right. I'm reclaiming yes. my time? <laughs> yes. I'm reclaiming my time. You guys have some pretty obscure <laughs> references here. All right. Oh, no, please. See Dean. you guys. Bye. You everybody. Been, uh, you've bye. been hiding under a rock lately? Oh, my God. Goodbye. <laughs> Love you. Thanks for listening. Love bye. you. Bye. Love you.